0: So we, we talked about how we were going to be discussing community tonight and the importance of community and all that, and in, uh, in doing our notes and research and, uh, and everything to get prepared for this, we both realized we did an episode on the importance of community about you know five six weeks ago um, we, did. we did oh yeah that would be a good one we have a lot to say about that and we did uh so if you want to check out that episode uh just scroll back a few i don't know it was sometime in april i think yeah uh yeah. but yeah it was a good one i'm sure yeah. uh, but today we're going to be talking about 10 things you can do to uplevel your business during these covid times
1: yes Welcome to the light and dark podcast where you can grow your community, build your business and have fun doing it. I'm Rachel Driscoll and I am John Mansfield.
0: We are two wedding photographers forging our way in these sometimes lonely places of the entrepreneurial world, looking for a way to create community and a feeling of belonging.
1: Deciding to join forces. We began our journey to teach a workshop that was inclusive of our very different yet equally creative styles leading to the undertaking of the light and dark workshop.
0: Wanting to help more creatives than we could face-to-face, we decided to take our collective experience and start a podcast, and here we are today.
1: If you're a creative entrepreneur looking for community and education, you've come to the right place.
0: So grab a cup of coffee or Red Bull and buckle up for today's episode.
1: Hey guys thank you so much for listening to our episode today we would love it if you would take just a few seconds and click over to the library on your podcast app the itunes app actually would be the one to use and go over to shows scroll down till you get to our podcast light and dark photography podcast and then scroll to the bottom of that and you can see where it says ratings and reviews. If you wouldn't mind taking just a few seconds to write a little review for us and, you know, maybe hit that five star, um, that would mean the world to us. Thank you so much. And we hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, hey, guys. What's
0: up, everyone? Yeah, there we go. Now it's in gallery.
1: So got one thing I've been going <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm <laughs> doing a topo, but. <laughs> a
0: lime is it the lime one or is it that is. The,
1: okay. it's the lime one yeah it's delicious
0: uh yeah i always and, and no matter what uh like i had my mother-in-law got some um Topa chico with the uh what is it grapefruit oh, by I accident.
1: That one.
0: yeah she did not like it oh. and was like do you like the grapefruit one i was like yeah yeah it's fine like i prefer the lime or just the regular and then i'll put like fresh lime in it yeah yeah uh, but i've been putting the lime in the grapefruit one and it's oh, pretty it's good really good yeah uh, but they're like the big uh the big um plastic bottles
1: Oh, I don't like those as much.
0: No, they don't yeah. have as much carbonation.
1: Yeah, there's just something about drinking out of a glass bottle for the taste. Yep. You know, oh, yeah, it's the same thing with like drinking a can of Coke versus Over the
0: glass bottle of Coke.
1: I actually like the can better than the glass bottle. Really? And definitely better than a fountain, for sure. Cuz they can never get the fountain ratio right, you know. It's never No.
0: No, McDonald's is probably the best at that.
1: Yeah, but that's because they have a system.
0: They do have a system. It is, it's intense. I don't remember, maybe it was a Reply All episode where they talked about that. I
1: th- Well, I think I read like some article on it. I oh,
0: maybe I read an article too. I just always assumed that it whatever whatever i know it's like oh yeah i heard that in a podcast
1: yeah Yeah, no i i just read this whole article about it and it was saying i guess because mcdonald's originally partnered with coca-cola like way back when and Mm. so they told them like here your straw needs to be this big here's how you put it all together it's cold when it doesn't set up like from a hot bag kind of thing right so yeah
0: and then the ratio between the carbonated water and the syrup and Mm -hmm. it's like got to be filtered Water and all this stuff, all
1: the things, yeah, yeah. So it they do a perfect
0: Coke, they do. It's pretty good, but I I prefer. (laughs) (laughs) And it has. Hey guys, what's going on?
1: Cold, you can't like. So my mom will get cokes to like do mixers, and she'll just Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. pop it open, hot or warm, you know, and pour it over ice how do you no. feel about that does that um, to me it immediately goes flat
0: yes yeah it's cold it's, it doesn't though no it's it's something there's some sort of chemical molecular makeup of <laughs> something something changes so yeah. if you can have like a cold soda it's way better than soda over ice yes yeah.
1: yep totally
0: yeah and I remember did you ever I'm sure you watched it Oh, I don't even remember what the name is now. Uh, Brendan Fraser, Warm Dr Pepper, where he's in the uh, the bunker.
1: Yeah. And
0: I don't know now. It was like maybe an early two thousands movie. Yeah.
1: Could have been. Yeah, because he did uh, like several movies in a row at that time.
0: Three. Yeah, I don't remember what the name of that movie is. Oh, sure. um, yeah. If you're on live with us right now, uh <laughs> <Go> <laughs> look in it in the comments. Uh, which we got a few people in here. Chelsea yeah. and, and Audrey. Aubrey. Audrey. See, Audrey, I know like we've worked together so many times. We worked uh, together this past weekend. And every time, I'm like, audrey not aubrey and i've only (laughs) known one aubrey and i had to do the same thing with her i was like oh her name is aubrey not audrey and then it's It's probably
1: one of those things where the first thing you thought was the other name and now Uh like now every time you're like i don't know which it is yeah yeah i hate it when that
0: happens just like uh andrea's in here but i'm like wait andrea or Andrea and I'm always I'm always uh trying to remember people's names in my head <laughs> doesn't work out yeah. but yeah so um but yeah there was a movie with Brendan Fraser and he was in like some sort of uh like underground bunker with his parents Yeah, and his mom would drink hot Dr. Pepper or maybe his dad I don't know but uh I remember watching that and I was like I like Dr. Pepper but I'm not gonna not hot blast blast from the past yeah 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 yeah
1: um
0: i have no idea what the plot of that movie was uh i remember the hot dark pepper and that's well, about I think it. it
1: was that they thought that there was like a nuclear bomb and they had had a bomb shelter and they went to go hide and they didn't uh-huh. realize it was it it didn't actually it wasn't actually
0: that's right yes yeah they had hidden in there and then i think he was born
1: when he yeah yeah there. he was born in there so
0: he grew up in the bomb shelter the and then they finally came out in the 90s or something yeah yeah uh i don't know it was i think it was a good movie i remember liking it but sure i tried like hot it. dr pepper after that i'm gonna and to go,
1: uh, watch that tonight
0: it's it's oh. not bad it's not pepper? it's not refreshing at all but it's not <laughs> like, it's not bad yeah it's it's pretty nasty all
1: right <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, but, mm-hmm. yeah sounds good i think i may tell Chris to make me some coffee
0: <laughs> yeah taylor brought home she was like did you did you go get a coffee today and i was like i did not because i posted on instagram that i really wanted a cortado and mm. she was like did you get your cortado today and i was like i did not and she was like, oh, I can swing by and pick up something. Aw, what a good wifey. Like, Hot coffee does not sound good because I had been outside with the kids and it's, it was 96 degrees today, which has been the warmest it's been in a long time. It feels, it feels like we've had a pretty mild uh, spring, like kind of heading up to summer.
1: Yeah. It, well, yeah, it was, it was a little bit longer into May than I um, have remembered the last couple of years. Um, but mm-hmm. it was nice until just a couple of days ago, all of a sudden it was like, oh my God, it's so, it's been so like humid and hot. Yeah. And um, yeah, which I'm like, okay, hey, now we need the pools to open. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm like i don't know when that's gonna happen <laughs> probably not anytime soon
0: <laughs> yeah we're probably just gonna buy a little like
1: we got inflatable
0: yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw the one in your stories and I was like, oh, that's the one I've been looking at.
1: Yeah, it's perfect. All Literally everyone in my family has it now. Like, it's like 40 habit. bucks, right? Yeah, it was super cheap. Yeah. yeah. My siblings have it and my parents have it. Like, we all have it now. <laughs> but, you know, it's yeah. great. The kid, and Harrison really is the one who swims in it the most. And he just, like, he'll wake mm-hmm. up in the morning and go, like, jump in in his underwear. Just like, Hey. Bum, bum. I'm like, all right, whatever.
0: Yeah, perks of having a pool in your backyard.
1: Yeah.
0: It doesn't work yeah. that way yeah. at the yeah. city pool.
1: <laughs> no. Can't do that at the city pool, that's true.
0: Yeah. No, <laughs> they they don't ap- appreciate that.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I got all dolled up for this because um, I don't, I, you know, I don't get out much anymore. And so anytime that I have to get out, I'm like, or anybody can see me, I like try to look nice.
0: Right. Plus, you got the new hair going on, so you got to show off.
1: Hair. Yeah, yeah. This is the first time we're podcasting where my hair's bending. That's right. Mm-hmm. Like a little bit of a unicorn look. <laughs> so, yeah. If, if anybody's wondering, like, why I'm so dolled up, <laughs> I'm normally not like this. <laughs> you
0: mean you mean this isn't normal Friday night at home? Uh, yeah. <laughs> This is my normal Friday night at home. I did not get dolled up for this. <laughs> it was
1: <laughs> I've, fun. I've always, since so even when I was a little kid, I've I always loved to curl my hair. It was like my dad, my dad gave us all Indian names because we're part Indian and. He gave us all like you know fun Indian names when we were kids.
0: Oh, I yeah. was like Rachel's not an <laughs> Indian no. name. Okay, gotcha.
1: <laughs> but mine was curlers in the hair because I constantly was fixing my hair and playing with my hair and putting. I was always had curlers in my hair. I just like I like to do my hair. It's fun. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Speaking of your hair, Alyssa says she loves your hair.
1: Thanks. <laughs> it's fun. I've been uh, having fun with it playing around with it but yeah
0: it is fun i want to dye my hair again i haven't i haven't done it in a long time, time. yeah it is all,
1: everyone i pretty much well not everyone all the girls in our family have now dyed our hair so kennedy's hair is blue right now cool it's summer and also we haven't been in school and in so <laughs> i feel like i should be able to dye my hair so i let her do like a temporary one because hmm I'm not letting my 11 year olds permanently dye her hair, Yeah,
0: bleach gorgeous, it and do all that red hair. Right, I don't want it
1: ruined. Um, yeah, so she's got like royal blue hair right now, and uh, Madison also has royal blue hair, and she got a haircut. She well, she Reagan like shaved the bottom part, so she just has that mm-hmm. like the thing that she had before. So she right. about that and then reagan's reagan's hair is like super long it's like down to her butt um and she did a split color which i didn't know was a thing until they started by color it's a thing now where you do like half one color half the other color so she did like purple one side and blue the other side so
0: nice
1: we're all crazy colors right now
0: yeah that's (laughs) cool is harrison gonna dye his hair I saw that uh, he gave himself a little bit of a haircut this morning.
1: He, he <laughs> sure did. And he was so proud of it. <laughs> and then Kennedy came downstairs and Kennedy was like, Mom, um, hair's in the <laughs> that And I looked up and I was like, oh, he did, didn't he? <laughs> he yep. like, uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was getting tired of his bangs, I guess. I guess so. Kept going like, you know, trying to get him out of his eyes.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> get him out of my eyes.
0: Yeah. Oh, I've definitely done that before. When my hair was getting in my eyes, I was like, I'm Good. just, I'm just, yeah, I'm just like, clip it enough to where it's not getting in my in my eyes, he did a little bit
1: more than I that. I didn't,
0: yeah, I didn't go all the way up.
1: <laughs> it's, it's like up; it's so short. And it's, if anybody wants to see it, just go to my Instagram, my stories. <laughs> it's kind of hilarious.
0: It's pretty. Um, good.
1: But he does have an appointment to get his hair actually cut on Tuesday. Nice. So uh, I was like, well, now you're gonna go see Mister Luke, so he can try to fix whatever's happening right here. Right.
0: Yeah. Salvage whatever he can. Mm-hmm. Figure this out. And I do put,
1: like back here. He like went all the way.
0: Oh, he did. I, yeah. didn't, I couldn't see that other side. Okay. I
1: didn't notice it till later when I was like, nice So he
0: might have hair. a nice short uh, summer haircut.
1: <laughs> yes, that's probably what's going to happen.
0: <laughs> uh, there was one year that um, I don't know, I was probably like 25. And uh, I, I had the worst allergies when we lived in Austin because it's just a ton right. of stuff there. Um, and and I was just having like the worst week where I just kept sneezing over and over. And I was, I was tired of my beard. So I just shaved my mustache off. (laughs) I was like, yeah, I was like, if I just shave this off, I'm sure that this hair is like capturing all the pollen and that's why I've been sneezing. And I was just convinced that that was it. (laughs) I just shaved it off and I looked, uh, a little more Amish than I wanted to because uh, it was just like a chin strap beard nothing here I mean, you
1: just shave it all you just couldn't handle that, that was too much
0: uh well I, w- I still wanted the beard I just right. didn't want under my nose it was like this like my chin chin hairs that's not gonna capture sure did enough. it help uh no <laughs> I still sneezed and then I was like all right this needs to grow back because this feels weird
1: <laughs> that's funny
0: but yeah I just called it my reverse mustache sure because uh, it just had everything else yeah so we we talked about how we were going to be discussing community tonight oh. and the importance okay. of community and all that and in uh in doing our notes and research and uh and everything to get prepared for this we both realized we did an episode on the importance of community about you know five six weeks ago we um
1: did. we did
0: yeah before all of this uh COVID Never stuff really crazy. hit too hard so uh yeah as and in my keeping track of like all of our podcast topics i didn't like i just I, i've been like cutting them and moving them over so they're not in our uh on our next topics. Mm -hmm. And that one I just copied for some reason. So I was like, oh yeah, that would be a good one. We have a lot to say about that. And we did. Uh so if you want to check out that episode, uh just scroll back a few. I don't know. It was sometime in April, I think. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, it was a good one, I'm sure. Uh, But today we're going to be talking about 10 things you can do to uplevel your business during these COVID times.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. I think this is a great topic. I think we're going to have fun with this and um, hopefully we'll help you guys kind of, you know, give you something to do um, if you're running low on things to do i know we've, we've mm-hmm. kind of opened up a little bit so some of you may be shooting again um so you may have a little bit to do still but um or now but um but it's not a bad idea while we're still not shooting weddings at least right. uh kind of look at some of these things and uh try to use your time productively
0: yeah yeah definitely because <laughs> uh, i know that uh some of our listeners are in like the Pacific Northwest and y'all are uh, very much still closed in many areas. Uh, So this will hopefully be really helpful for y'all. And then those of you who are here in the Texas area, uh, you know, without weddings, like, I feel like like I did a family session, and then, like, I had their photos to them in two days. Cause oh, yeah. It was just I know. Like,
1: delivering things so
0: yeah, fast. I'm just going to go ahead and, like, instead of sending them a sneak peek, I was like, I'm just going to go ahead and finish everything. Cause yeah, why not? Why not? I don't have a wedding to do. Yeah. Uh, and even this wedding that I did, this, this uh, small, intimate wedding I did last weekend, I've already finished, like, half of their photos. Yeah. And like, I'm just going to. Send that over, and I'll I'll be finished with it. It'll be good. Yeah, I'm sure they would like to have it sooner than later. Heck yeah, but,
1: yeah. yeah. Under prom or what? Over under promise, over deliver. I was like, I don't want to get that wrong. <laughs> yeah. Always under promise, over deliver. So tell them you're yes, delivering. That's in, right. You know, However
0: yep. long, and then surprise. Oh yeah, I always tell them it's like, oh yeah, you'll definitely have them within like eight weeks. Yeah, and then deliver it as as quickly as i can and even if it's like taking me a while and i'm hitting like the five or six week mark it's still uh, over deliver because they weren't expecting it for like two months exactly Um, i know some people can do much quicker than that and that is great and you should continue to keep that up um but yeah i cannot return things in a week um
1: well, some people return. Yeah, they get weddings done in a week, and I, I've done that a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's usually when I have nothing else in the queue. You know, yes. like, Oh, I've got this. My, and yeah. Everything else is done, and I can just go ahead and just knock it out. Um, mm. Yeah.
0: Or if you outsource your edits.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's really helpful. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have a hard time with that. I want to, and I feel like it would be good to outsource, but then I don't want to give up control.
0: Mm-hmm. I I really need to, uh, because I uh, I actually have a free um, entire wedding edit uh, from Freedom Edits. Uh,
1: heck uh, yeah, you need to.
0: Yeah, because they were at a conference and I was just talking to the guys and I was like, yeah, I really want to like to start looking at uh, outsourcing my edits because that takes a lot of the time and that's yeah. one of the places in my business that's not actively bringing in any totally. income totally. Um, and they're like oh yeah here uh here's here's a, a little promo code or whatever for like we'll do your first um, wedding for free you just send us like, i think i had to send them like 10 edits or something Absolutely. um and then they'll edit all the rest and I'm like okay Absolutely. yeah, yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Uh, and i have not taken them up on that we haven't really gotten into it yet, so Lydia's coming to say goodnight.
1: Aww. Goodnight. Say goodnight.
0: You want to say goodnight to everyone?
1: Goodnight to <laughs> everyone. Oh my gosh. She's getting so big. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <wait>. Goodnight. <laughs> She's talking so good.
0: He is. Yeah, it's it's like the last uh month or two she has just really been getting these words down. Uh she said like a full sentence very coherently. Uh like a day or two ago <laughs> we're like oh, okay. Yeah, I guess. You know, Maddox was like around 2 or so yeah. just after yeah. his second birthday that he really started forming sentences as well
1: mm. um,
0: but i haven't
1: yeah. seen her in so long
0: i know yeah she's she's getting really big her hair is getting very long
1: it looks long yeah yeah
0: like after after a bath because she has quite a bit of curl in it and it's yeah. like halfway down her back
1: <laughs> sweet baby yeah oh, miss those kids
0: yeah one of these days We'll, we'll, do, we'll be able to do a play date again.
1: Oh, we desperately, Harrison needs one so bad. Today, he was literally jumping on the couch, just like boing, bang boing, and then like jumping onto us, and we're like, oh my god, stop. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> like, you need somebody to play with and not me.
0: Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah.
1: <laughs> we're ready for that to start happening. Again. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right, well, let's jump in to this. Yeah, let's um, do it.
0: Uh, yeah. Number one, uh, these are no particular order, nope. uh, just what we wrote down apparently. Uh, but yeah, that's 10 things, uh, to do to up level your business right now. This one is update your website. There are so many people that like I'll meet or, or I'll see like in uh, Facebook groups or, um, whenever we used to meet people in person, I would meet them and, uh, they'd be like, Oh yeah, here. Um, like check out my Instagram. Like that has my latest work on it and my websites, you know, haven't updated anything in six months or a year or whatever. Mm
1: -hmm. And let that just kind of fall through the cracks.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Especially if you're not like super, uh, website tech savvy, Mm
1: -hmm. um,
0: or if you don't have a very user friendly interface, um, but like uh, just going in there and looking at what photos you have, like what's your main photo? Does that represent your brand? Well, mm-hmm. and if it doesn't, then get it out of there. Yeah. And uh, just updating your photos, updating your about me section. I realized that uh, like probably in January, I updated my about me and before that, it just talked about my one kid that I had <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, yes, I've definitely had that happen.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, I've got two of them now. She's almost two. I should probably update this. Like, I was good about updating my photos, but
1: well, mine <laughs> oh, yeah. like my about the, like until like a month ago, I think it still said that Chris and I shoot every wedding together and like had a Mm -hmm. ton of stuff about the both of us. And, um, he is not shooting weddings with me anymore as of January. So I was like, I should maybe change that. (laughs) uh, Yeah. And so like, if you are, um, if you feel like your website is really hard to update, um, I would love to just recommend, if you want to do your website yourself, um, show it. Oh, yeah. uh, as just a really easy user-friendly platform that's like drag and drop. You don't have to know HTML for it. I mean, there's options for it, but it's... it's even if, like, if you want to do HTML, you're not going to want to use, show it anyway, so that's, <laughs> but, but it's just really easy to use, um, and um, I highly recommend it, and it comes with um, a WordPress blog, which is really great for SEO, um, mm-hmm. so um, if you are currently using a, um, a platform that you feel like is just really hard um, or difficult to navigate, I definitely recommend show it. Not an ad. They
0: don't sponsor us. Not yet, but we, (laughs) we both have our show at sites Mm -hmm. and like I moved over from, oh, I was just on WordPress. I had a, uh, uh, pro photo Mm -hmm. template, uh, which was great. And I I liked it, but it was lacking quite a bit. And, um, like there were no drag and drop features where I could like put text over a photo. Yeah. Um, and like arrange things to where I could see what it looked like on desktop and what it looked like on mobile and that figure out where things are going to be. So and yeah. yeah. Uh, so I love show it for all of that. Um, I just recently redid my, uh, my homepage, uh, just to, uh, kind of point more directions instead of just like a little about me a couple galleries and then that was pretty much it um so yeah updating your website uh would be great um and kind of like reading over your copy or even having uh like your best friend just be like hey go to my website read through all this does it sound like me and
1: well and in that same uh same token uh, having somebody um somebody else just go to your website and say hey can you just pretend like you're a couple or you know a bride Mm -hmm. who's looking for a photographer can you go see if it's easy to navigate and you know all those things so that when they walk through your website they can be like hey this actually is really confusing, or this is in a weird spot or whatever, because uh, to us, like we put it together, so it makes sense for us. Mm -hmm. Uh, But but to somebody who's just going to check out your website, there may be some things that you just didn't even realize were confusing or hard to read or... even like broken links that maybe you didn't realize were happening you know so it's always a good idea to have somebody else um just scan through your website and um pretend to be someone who is your ideal client um and see how it works so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: and um and update your about me section uh to where like it's not just talking about the lattes that you like and that you know you love you know target and yoga pants and sunflowers and all of yeah, those things.
1: Those are great. People want yeah. to know things about you, but mm-hmm. they also, and
0: you can include that. Like I yeah. include things that I like, I include that. Absolutely. I like, you know, I, I love horror movies and like eighties genre, like John Hughes type movies. And I love cheesecake and coffee <laughs> and, uh, like pretty much if you went to, to, uh, 10 different photographer websites. I'm sure that nine of them would say that they love coffee or lattes or Fappuccinos or or something
1: of that nature. Yeah.
0: Something in there because we all kind of run on caffeine. Uh, So it just goes like photographers and coffee go hand in hand. (laughs) Uh, And it's, it's fine to have those kind of things on there because it does bring out that personality Mm-hmm. um like for your your clients whoever's going to your site they can connect with you and they're like oh yeah. I I love matcha tea too like that's yeah. that's great uh maybe we can grab some before an engagement shoot or maybe after because you don't want green teeth and um but then you don't want that to be all you're about me is about and like it's talking about where you went to college and how many years you were there and I got my f- camera at 13 and all this stuff it's like yes I know that you love photos I know that you love capturing moments like you're a photographer yeah, right that's a given uh, I would hope that you love what you're doing yeah. um, but uh but like write things in your about me that uh, that can be Like kind of shows them how you will show up for them. Mm -hmm. And like these are things like you can write about your personality and how like I write I I have one line that says that I'm a hugger and I'm not actually sure where it is, but one bridesmaid read that once. And then I showed up at the wedding and she was like, Are you John, the photographer? I was like, I am. She came over and gave me a hug. She was like, I saw that you were a hugger on your on your oh, website so i was like oh yeah. cool yeah i totally am yeah that was great <laughs> uh, and that was really fun it was a fun wedding
1: um like yeah. Yeah, right. that are so fun and and help mm-hmm. like people do read i think a lot of people think or a lot of us think that maybe people don't actually read it we just put in like fillers and stuff but right. people do read what we write not everybody but a good amount especially they're there really to check you out like they're going to read about what you do, about who you are and, and trying to get a feel of you and also how you will serve them. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's important to put those things in there as well. Like how, how do you, how are you different from the next person, from the next website they go to, what is going to make right. your, you guys working together special, um, you know, is I think important things to put in as well. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. And definitely have, um, like the main points being uh, things that pertain to them uh, because like as they're going through and looking at the 50 different photographers in their area that they're like they have all the tabs open on their computer um, they're not going to be reading your entire web page but once they're down to like top three then they probably are and they're probably going to be looking at your personalities and looking at all that. Um, but yeah, initially you want to attract them enough that they would want to read later. Mm -hmm. Uh, but don't just talk about yourself. Um, and then also including in this whole uh website updating, um, update your SEO. You know, yeah. We we recently had Adam Mason on the podcast and he talked about SEO.
1: And, great tips on what to do if like this oh, yeah. going on that. So uh definitely check that episode out. Um yes. yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if you can hear Maddox yelling in the background, but uh, he is not happy about something going on. Uh, It is, it is almost nighttime. So it's
1: bedtime in my house. So of course, Harrison fell asleep for a nap at 6pm. So
0: yeah. I'm surprised that uh that they didn't fall asleep so early because we've been outside playing and like we set up um they have like this little slide uh that goes to something I don't know. Um but it's normally over at my in-laws and they're out of town so we've been keeping up with the garden and stuff and we just stole that out of their house, and I set it up in our backyard so they go down the slide into a slip and slide. Oh, uh, fun. Yeah. We don't yeah. really have uh, much room to like run and slip and slide, so I was like, ah, this will work. Oh, uh, so we cool. were out there that's for perfect. a lot, and the sun really drained all of us. And then we were outside playing this afternoon, too, and uh, I'm Maybe surprised that's that they're still going.
1: Because right he's really, really tired. Probably, yeah. <laughs> That's, I mean, I feel them on that. I get upset when I'm real tired too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me
0: too. I man, I I've been crashing the last few nights. <laughs> it's like nine or ten o'clock comes around. I'm like, man, I'm tired. I don't <laughs> I don't even know if I can go to work now. Uh, <clears throat> but um, SEO <laughs> before yes, SEO. yeah yeah SEO um uh I. I actually, after uh, talking to Adam, um, and then he, uh, I'm one of his uh, patron. I'm.
1: Oh, on his Patreon? Pa- patron?
0: I'm a patron. You're,
1: you're on his, his Patreon. Patreon. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: so he did another kind of like deep dive into SEO on his Patreon. Really? And, uh, yeah. I,
1: I keep meaning to go become a member of his Patreon, and I keep forgetting, but that may push me to. <laughs>
0: go check that out <laughs> yeah yeah uh free plug uh for adam Yeah, no <laughs> uh, uh yeah it's like 10 bucks right now it's early admission for the first however many people so yeah. uh go check it out we can throw a link in the show notes um also uh he was recently uh on the podcast so uh it'll be it. in the show notes for that episode um but when going through that one, I realized that I, whenever I switched over to show it last year, I did not uh, bring over my Google Analytics
1: uh, Oh no! you
0: like copy and put in the the header tag yeah. uh, and I didn't copy that over. So I was checking my Google Analytics and I was like, why is everything at zero and why has it been at zero for like eight months? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. <gasps> So I updated yeah. that and good call.
1: Good call. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: so that's great. Um, and, and if, if you,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: If, if you if you don't have Google Analytics set up on your site, uh, we'll, yeah. we'll 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 post a, a link in the show notes uh, and also in the Facebook group. Very
1: easy um, to do.
0: Yeah, and um, and then I'll we'll we'll post uh, links for like how to. Like where to put it, uh, if you have show it, if you're using Squarespace, if you yeah. use Wix, uh, all the different sites, or at least the main ones. Uh, that way, There's, if you're like, yeah. I have no idea where to put, where is a head tag, um, then it'll be little YouTube videos that you can figure it out.
1: Yeah, it's pretty simple
0: yeah yeah um but yeah so um seo for sure if you're not using keywords if you like if your website is just called like your name like doesn't even have photography or anything in it then you should probably fix that uh or like your city and then photographer or your city wedding photographer whatever you do um that is super helpful for whenever people are googling you uh Oh, also in the same kind of Google uh, Analytics vein, um, if you don't have a Google Maps listing,
1: oh do yeah. That. yeah, yeah, your business listing that mm-hmm. way, um, that way because you can first of all you sh- you should be getting reviews on there because that helps um, for people to find you anyways, and yeah. it's a super easy way to get reviews, and um, yeah, it's just good. It's just good for your SEO.
0: It is. Okay. Yeah. And if you, if you're okay with sharing your location, like if you have a studio, it's great. Cause you can put your studio location on Google maps. Um, I debated back and forth about putting my house location because yeah. um, like I have a business PO box, um, but I can't put like the post office yeah. Yeah. address. Like it, it won't let me do that. So, awesome. um, so I recently.
1: Can't you hide your. You
0: can. Hours? you can uh but it does hurt your your um like where you show up um because i had hid mine for probably a year or two and i was falling down in the charts so i wasn't like the top five that showed up yeah Um, even though i had the most reviews yeah um, it just like it didn't have a physical dot for uh for where I am, uh, which I know that some of uh, the local photographers don't live where their,
1: uh, right. <laughs> uh,
0: their Google listing says anymore, because there was one whenever we moved over here. I was like, oh, look, we're right down the road from Christina. That's cool. <laughs> then I texted her. I was like, are you still over here? And she's like, oh, no, we haven't lived there in a while. Uh, that's just... <laughs> where google says that i am i was like all right well that's cool um but yeah for sure do that uh if you're not comfortable with putting your address on there for anyone to see um you can hide it uh and it will still help your listing um come up uh like if if you If you set your address as, you know, in College Station, but you don't want your physical address in there, you're still going to come up whenever people Google College Station photographers or bakers or florists or whatever you do. Yeah. Um, So that is helpful. Um, Also, Facebook Pixels. um, Mm -hmm. Put one of those on your website. Uh, If you do not know what that is, we will also post a link in there. Um, I'm actually... I'm going to try and, uh, okay. Before this podcast goes live on Spotify and Apple, uh, and all of those places, um, I will record a video tutorial of how to set up a Facebook pixel. Um, so that'll be in the show notes for this episode. Those of you who are watching live on Facebook right now, uh, as soon as that happens, I'll be posting that in the Facebook group uh, so you can go through and we'll show you how to do that. Um, there are other tutorials if you want to do that tonight, uh, which I recommend. Go ahead and doing that it is super easy. Um, you can start at business.facebook.com and set up your Facebook pixel. And again, that is copying and putting it in the the head tag of your website uh, so you can put it right after your google analytics that you just did so yep. <laughs> but yeah that was number one that was a very long number one <laughs> um
1: yeah i don't know if we're gonna get through all 10 <laughs> <laughs> yeah well some of
0: these yeah some of these we don't have to go like that updating your website is a lot
1: yeah
0: um yeah, totally. so number two is um, reviewing your cost of doing business. Yeah.
1: So if
0: you do not know what your cost of doing business is, you should now know. is a great time to figure that out. Mm-hmm. Um, and your cost of doing business is all of your expenses, your fixed expenses um, that are like uh, memberships, uh, utilities, rent, any of that kind of stuff that's Things going that to be the confident. same. Yeah. yeah, and they're fixed; they're going to be the same every month. Uh, and then your variable expenses, like uh, you know, anything that you do for a wedding, would be variable so if you buy custom usbs for your couples or if you send them welcome gifts those are all variable because one month you might have three weddings and the next one you might have one and then the next you might have seven uh so it's going to change month to month but knowing those um those numbers will give you your cost of doing business and we actually put together a uh a spreadsheet Mm -hmm uh back in like uh episode three i think yeah um, one of the early it was, yeah it was, it was a while back so we'll link to that in the show notes as well um and if you're in our facebook group if you go to the units section uh there's a freebies unit and you can download it there uh and it's free you can just go on there and you plug in uh all the numbers you can plug in like how much you want to be paid every month uh, or from every wedding and it'll calculate all the things it will calculate your taxes that you have to pay for sales tax and um, like year end tax and then it'll have a cost of doing business number and that is how much you need to be charging at minimum
1: just to break
0: even just to break even right so Uh, we don't
1: recommend only charging that right yeah (laughs) because then if you have any extra (laughs)
0: expenses yeah
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's like oh well yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah.
0: so but yeah uh so reviewing that and and that changes a lot i know mine has changed in the last year um because i have new softwares uh and and things softwares is that a can you make that plural
1: sure like sheep more than it's more. just
0: software and multiple software oh no
1: idea. it
0: know. sounded weird but i'm gonna go with it uh so yeah like i'm yeah. doing video now so i have more adobe softwares uh that i I think for you're it. right i think it is i think it is yeah software. it's just yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do that we uh,
1: you're saying so it's fine
0: <laughs> yeah we can figure it out um but yeah if anything has changed even if uh if you did that, you know, back in whatever, November, or whenever, uh, that episode came out, um, if things have changed or you're like, I started implementing welcome gifts and now, you know, I spend 50 bucks per couple on a welcome gift, put that in there and yep. it'll figure out what you need to be charging now. Yeah. But yeah. 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 So number three.
1: Define your mission statement. Yes. So um yeah, this is such a good one to just um really think through what you want your mission for your you know, it mission statements really are just um, you know, how you feel about what you're doing in your business. And so um defining like what what is it that you want to accomplish with your business. Um, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> thank you.
0: yeah yeah like what what you what you want to do with your business like what is your mission um and more than just like I want to take you know pretty photos right of people like that's great that's every photographer but like what drives you what is your passion what what makes you different than every other photographer uh Mm -hmm. that you know, all the different tabs that these couples have on, uh, on their website, like what makes you different, Mm -hmm. um, and define that. And that's not like a super easy thing to figure out for most people. It wasn't for me. Uh, I'm still, you know, trying to figure out all that kind of stuff. Um, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's a really great, tool to use for your business if uh if you take the time to figure out what it is that you want to do
1: yeah because then you can um everything that you do then you can look through through it like through that lens of what your mission statement is so is this choice to you know i don't know uh, advertise to this specific you know, a type of client is that in line with your mission statement, you know, go back to that and always like use that as a check and balance to make sure that you're really aligning with what you think your mission statement should be. So it's a, it's a good way to have some checks and balances just within your own business.
0: Right. Right. (laughs) And like going through, um, updating your website too, making sure that, all the copy matches what your mission is Mm -hmm. um whether you know it's to uh to photograph like real raw emotion real moments uh then talk about real moments and talk about all the things and you know the mother of the bride wiping away tears during Mm -hmm. the ceremony and post pictures of those things and and all that and if uh if your mission is to become best friends with every couple, then talk about that and how, you know, becoming best friends will really loosen them up and make them super comfortable in front of the camera. Uh, That even the most awkward people who feel super awkward, whenever they're around you, you know, if you've, you've become best friends. They're going to be great and they're going to look like models and they're going to look super real and you're going to get those actual smiles and not the weird cheese, yes. whatever things. <laughs> um, but yeah. And uh, yeah, Andrea said that she just did this. Um and was told to focus on the problem and how you can solve it, not by talking about yourself, um, but about how you will fix the problem for them, mm. uh, which is totally true. Yeah. Um, instead of talking about, like, I do this, or I, you know, this is what I like to do, like, talk about it in a way that um, that shows them, like, this is... You want them to be able to see themselves as your client be like, oh, if I'm their client, they said that they will do this and that my wedding will turn out this way. And, uh, but then you have to follow through with that. You can't just like talk about it and then the wedding day comes uh, because then that is the opposite of under promise over deliver. And then they're just like, well, they said this one thing, but you know, we weren't best friends by the time the wedding came (laughs) along and I was still super awkward. And, you know, look at, I didn't even know what to do with my hands. It was super weird. (laughs) Yeah, number number four, uh, the fourth thing to do uh, during these times is to practice something that you're not really good at.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: so I have been, uh, I, I mean, like a lot of you, I didn't have a single photo shoot for almost two months there, yep. and um, there were probably only a handful of days that I didn't take a photo because uh, I was still wanting to... Uh, to figure out things and uh, and i tra- I challenged myself to learn off camera flash because uh, that was an area that I struggled in, and like i didn 't really know how to set up things well like I could do the dance floor dance floor is great uh, but uh, for portraits or for doing like creative lighting um, and different things, I was not that great at it, so i practiced and practiced and did different things and read whatever I could find online and listen to different podcasts um, and just took a workshop about it as well. Uh, so now I feel like these couples that have had to like reschedule their weddings, they're going to be getting a better photographer um, yeah. at their new wedding date. Um, and, all the all the people that are going to book for you know 2021 um they're going to get like i'm going to come out of this as a better photographer because uh i've been trying to to better myself in the ways that i feel like there there have been some weddings where i will set up lights and then i'm like i don't even know I don't even know what to do with this. Like I just was setting them up because that's what photographers are supposed to do. And I want to look professional. Uh, But then I wouldn't use them. And then I would just tear them down at the end of the night. And I'm like, all right, well, whatever. Or I would use them. And I'm like, I don't know. I it's getting blown out or I'm hardly able to see or like super harsh light and trying to figure out all that. So um, that was one thing for me was, uh, that was a, an area that I struggled in and uh, still not the best, but, and the photos that I've been able to take of just my kids playing. They're in, great. In yeah. The house. So good. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's taught me a lot of uh, like kind of actionable steps of, okay, got to do this and then do that and then figure out this thing. And if I change this setting, then that's how the light's going to look differently, um, uh, and all that. Yeah. So
1: yeah. I know. think it's important to always be striving to learn new things anyways, but mm-hmm. if you have this extra time, you know, maybe even write down a list of like, here's things like that I feel like I struggle with and, um, yeah. just kind of go down the list and maybe do a little Googling and, See if there's any because uh, right now there's a lot of online workshops and things so you never yeah. know you might find something that is gonna teach you exactly what you feel like you're missing so um mm-hmm. yeah I think it's such a great time right now to be able to um really work on ourselves and hone our craft and become the best that we can possibly be for our clients because I mean that's what we want right right <laughs> so. yeah
0: yeah and you know if once you find the thing that you're like, yeah, I really struggle with this, like post it in the Facebook group because yeah. we would love to, to help you out with that and give you a few tips and a few things of like, all right, yeah, check out this. Or like, yeah, you're really absolutely. bad at uh, off camera flash too. All right. Here are like three steps to get you in the right direction. And you know, maybe we could the-
1: even do some challenges. Mm, that'd yeah. Be
0: fun. That'd be fun. That'd be so fun. Uh, also, shameless plug, we are doing another free online workshop.
1: Yeah, we are.
0: In, in a couple weeks uh, or maybe June a week fourth. after this uh, this airs. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, June 4th, which yep. is a Thursday, uh-huh. uh, we're going to be doing an online workshop. Uh, so we'll have a link in the show notes for that. Um, and then also everyone in the Facebook group. Uh, I'm sure that you saw the link that I posted earlier this week, uh, but we will be posting again uh, for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And then, okay. So we're almost, this will be halfway there. Yeah. We're, we're at number five. Um, I'm not going to the, sing the journey song for you. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so number five is take educational courses, uh, continue your education. Um, I guess this could be another place for that plug. Um, but um, but yeah, I mean, there's a ton of free education out there right now because mm-hmm. um, a lot of educators uh, had to cancel and reschedule yeah. workshops and we had to cancel a couple of our workshops that we had planned uh, for this year. Uh, so we'll see if we can do them later this year, but uh, yeah, but we're going to be doing some online workshops.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, I mean, we're doing, uh, we did a free one a um, few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be doing another one on June 4th. Uh, we're going to be uh, doing, we're putting together like a full workshop uh online which is going to be a lot of fun uh yeah. don't have a date for that yet but you're probably in the next for
1: creation and things for that too yeah
0: yeah <laughs> we're we're trying to figure out how to uh how to change our like in-person workshops to where yeah. it'll be beneficial online uh and not just like looking at a slideshow of right. slides okay. and all that yeah. uh but yeah But yeah, like we're we're gonna be doing that, and there's a ton of Facebook groups out there where people are doing uh, free workshops and uh, just going live and talking to people. Um,
1: Well, and not just free workshops too, but there are so many good online workshops out there. I mean, -hmm. ours—we're like, come come do ours for sure. But also, I mean, there there are so many people to learn from because all of us have like a specialty or something that we do really well that you might want to learn from. So like looking to those who are in our industry, who are educators, because they are pouring their soul and their heart into that. And mm. you know, to learn from those people who do what they do super well, um, I think is just so beneficial. So um, don't think that you need to, I, I think for some of us, we feel like Well, we need to be self-taught, which means we can't learn from anybody else. We have to do it ourselves because if we ever want to like be top dog, then we have to say that we're, we were self-taught and have that like notch in our belt. That's not Uh how real life works. Like, and you're going to hurt yourself and your business in the long run, because it's going to take you longer to get to that end place than if you would have just said, you know what, I want to learn from the best and I want to uh, pour into my craft and, and hone this and, um, and listen to those who have come before me, who figured this out and who are really good at it. And uh, I mean, it's just like, doctors don't go like I think I'm just gonna like work on this surgery without having any education because you know I gotta be self-taught like no Mm -hmm. like if they want to be the best of the best like they learn from other people who've come before them who know what they're doing and can teach them um how to do things well so it's it's the same kind of thing for every industry I think that we need to remember that our industry is just like others and that education is not a um what's the word I'm trying to look for? It's not like a, it's not something bad. Um, it's it's a really yes. good tool that helps us become really good at what we do. So then we can serve our clients really well. And I know John and, us, and I feel this way. It's that our whole, you know, hope for doing light dark and why we do this is because we want to put people out there who are going to serve other people. Well, there's so many couples who need to be served. We can't Mm -hmm. serve them all ourselves. So why not help other photographers become really good at what they do and push them to be the best that they can be so that our clients walk away with beautiful images that they're happy with. Um, So, sorry, off my So, (laughs) But
0: But yeah, I mean, it's... Exactly that. Um, and, and we're dealing with people's wedding days. Like these are very important days Mm -hmm. in these people's lives. Um, and it's not a place to be learning. I mean, yeah, you should be learning from every wedding, but it's not a place where you should go into it and just like, well, I don't actually know what I'm doing as far as posing, but you know, we'll I'll probably get one good out. photo yeah. and I'll figure this out on the fly. And I don't know about wedding day timelines and when to schedule our first look or, you know, when I'm going to take photos of the the ceremony before people yeah. get there. And like all these different things that that I like, I didn't know uh, whenever I first started. And I made the mistake of trying to do it on my own Mm -hmm. Um, because I didn't, I I honestly did not think about, oh, there's probably people that teach uh, how to be a wedding.
1: I will say that um, education has come a long way since you and I started as well. For sure. Yeah. Wasn't near the amount of education out there. Literally when Mm -hmm. I started photography, I was doing a uh, correspondence course (laughs) <laughs> with like the New York Institute of Photography or something like that. So yep. that's how long I've been <laughs> doing but I I you know, that's that's the only education that I could really find out there at that time. We didn't yeah. have like Pinterest was brand new. Like mm-hmm. I remember having to be invited to be, to have a Pinterest yeah. at all at that point. Like, I mean, all of those things have just come, like there's no excuse in this day and age to not be continuing your education because there's just so much out there and there's so much gold. Um, so, you know, do the work, put in mm-hmm. the time and be better.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, <clears throat> there's... There's things like my, my reception uh, photos were okay for a long time. And about, I don't know, a year and a half ago, um, I learned uh, from Devin Robinson and um, Erica and Lanny Mann about how they light their reception, like dance floor photos, and how they set up lights for the doing toasts and different parts of the reception. Yeah. And I was like, Okay. And, like, I experimented with that in, uh, in our dining room and set up different lights and saw how it, you know, hit my daughter eating an apple. And I was like, all right, cool. Uh, you know, I'm going <laughs> to assume that, like, this is uh, their bridesmaid giving a toast or whatever. and um, And then, like, that's completely changed my reception lighting to where... Yeah. Uh, like I've had people book me because of, uh, the lighting that I have in receptions, which is awesome. Uh, and I never would have thought that because they were just like, they were okay. I didn't like receptions. They were boring and people were just out there dancing and, uh, you know, whatever. But, uh, you know, I spent money learning from photographers who were better than me in that area and, uh, and then implemented it. Because uh, that's,
1: that's, that's, <laughs>
0: that's the key. Uh, <laughs> I think Adam mentioned this in his episode that uh, like like 4% of people actually implement what they learn. Mm-hmm. Uh, like whenever you go to a photography conference uh, or whenever you go to, you know, like a uh, wedding MBA or WPPI or something like that and you listen to all these people, you take all the notes, about 4% of the people actually open up that notebook later and like, okay, now I'm going to do this for SEO and let me write this blog post that they talked about this and I'm going to change my pricing structure to this because they talked about the psychology behind that. And, uh, so you can, you can take all the courses and, you know, spend 10 grand on different photography courses and, and stuff. But if you don't implement anything, then it's not yeah, worth it.
1: doesn't matter. Yeah. Not worth it. Yep. Yep.
0: Hey y'all, quick break to share with you someone that I use every single week in my business and that is ShipStation. They're a web-based shipping app that makes shipping your products and prints super easy. And they offer integration for your e-commerce site so you can automatically create printing labels as soon as your customer purchases, which is pretty awesome. Your membership also comes with a free Stamps.com account making it even more valuable. You can print labels and ship directly from your doorstep. No more dealing with lines at the post office or trying to figure out those kiosks. Now you can easily spoil your clients with welcome gifts, send out print orders, and deliver those beautiful albums that they will love forever. So head on over to lightdarkco.com slash shipstation for your free 30-day trial. That's lightdarkco.com slash shipstation and get ship done. Yeah.
1: Six.
0: Number six, <laughs> update your portfolio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of talked about that a little bit on your website. Um, your website is where people should be going. You should be pointing them to your website yeah. for your photos. Uh, like there, there are times that I will shoot a wedding and I'm like, Ooh, this is going to be the next like cover photo of my website. I already know. I don't even have to look at the back of my camera. I can see this is gonna be great. Uh, as soon as I get this edited, like I'll send it over to the couple first, but then I'm going straight over to my website and updating my portfolio because you want your best to be shown and you don't want your best from six months ago to be shown because you should be a better photographer than you were six months ago mm-hmm. and learning new things. And uh, you know, so you want to update constantly. Um and I am probably update way too much because uh, I'm always in there like, oh, I should probably change this and this would be a really great yeah. photo for that. And
1: it it's not just good just for people to see like your new portfolio. Obviously that's a, a good enough reason to do it in and of itself, but mm-hmm. Google really likes to see things changing on your website. So you don't have change on your website, Google doesn't crawl it. And then it Mm. doesn't, you know, so you need change on your website. And one of the easiest ways you can do that is updating pictures on your website. So, yeah. And
0: even um, like if you're using Google Analytics and tracking keywords and things uh, for certain blog posts, you can even see like what blog posts are doing well and which ones are kind of slipping that used to like maybe show up for a certain venue or something like that. And you can go in and you can switch up photos and you can uh, be like, all right, well, I'm gonna move this, you know, take out this detail photo and I'll put in this detail photo uh, or something like that. Just like little changes, even just changing uh, the wording around a little bit. And the, uh, the crawlers that, that crawl through your website from Google and other search engines, they'll see those changes and be like, Oh, this is new content. This is something different. They've updated this and it gets bumped up a little bit instead of, you know, a post from two years ago. That is just, it hasn't changed since the day that you posted it and you don't have to go in and like change all the photos and everything, but, uh, but updating, updating that as well. But, yeah, your your portfolio should uh, – you should have wow photos throughout. Yep. Uh, like, because, cause yeah, it should be your best – absolutely. Uh, your couples, like, your you should show forward. them – Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you want them to be wowed and to want to click through and be like, okay, this is great. I'm interested in what a full gallery would look like. Um, and then you can show them a full gallery, but you don't have to be like, oh, well, I don't know. I have this really great photo. Let me put this one that's not so great in here just to show them that I, you know, I can do wedding party photos, even though this isn't like a wow wedding party photo. I'm just going to put this one in here. Um, but also, like, look at, Uh, Going back to number, uh, what number was it? Uh, Number three um, with your mission statement and, uh, and looking at your portfolio and like, are these, like, do you talk about emotion? Like I talk about emotion on my website and I try to pick only photos that like evoke emotion and they portray emotion in the photos where you're like, okay, yeah, I feel something looking at this and so like that's why i don't post a lot of detail photos um because it doesn't really match my brand and that totally matches your brand uh, mm-hmm. because you are all about the details I
1: love which, the detail. Yeah,
0: and your couples love that you love the details because they yeah. also love their details yep and i might mean, my my couples love their details too but they're not like hey can you set aside time to like place all this stuff like that right and i
1: i set it up to where yeah because i show all of that stuff it's an Mm -hmm. expectation i already have laid the expectation the foundation that my couples know i'm going to be setting aside a chunk of time to do details because it, it i make it it's not even like a question to them. Like that's, it's just how I do things and they want those pretty details cause they see me post them. And that's, what, it's one of the reasons they hire me, you know? So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. it's, it's so, a great way to set expectations on it as well. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So looking through your portfolio and seeing, uh, cause it's better to have 10 images in your portfolio that Completely match your brand, completely match your mission, and our wow photos. Than uh, to have a hundred photos where they're just like, yeah, yeah, all right, these are nice, um, but they're not like, ooh, wow, let me look at this one again, uh, or ooh, I could see myself like that's at my venue or whatever, or like you know that's a really awesome sunset photo. Um, okay all those kind of things, you want them to, uh, I don't know, you want your photos to take them back a little bit instead of just have a ton. Um, like you probably, if you have a hundred photos on your portfolio, you should probably, uh, probably cull that down a little bit. Um, I mean, I think I have about 20.
1: Yeah. That's probably good. Maybe.
0: Yeah. Um, Cause I know like for me thinking if I was a groom looking for a photographer, which a lot of the grooms don't, but uh, if I was, or if I was a bride or whatever, um, <clears throat> if I'm looking for a photographer, am I going to keep clicking through all of these images? Um, yeah. Probably not. I'm probably going to go through five or 10, unless they're really intriguing and I really, really like the style, then I'll probably go through all of them. Um, but anyway... <laughs> There's updating your portfolio and show what you want to book. Uh, also, we've talked about that before.
1: Yes. Um,
0: if you don't want to book barn weddings, or if you don't want to book um, like uh, like in in church weddings, um, but you want to book um, like mountaintop elopements, then post what you want to book. Even if you've only done two, like just post a lot of those photos and pick the ones that kind of make it look like maybe it's four or five different weddings, uh, rather than posting a lot of the same, like, okay, well, I got booked for another, another barn wedding. I don't really like barn weddings, but I'm going to post this photo on my website because it's something that I've done recently. it's like, you don't have to, if that's not what you want to book, uh, then don't, don't post it. Uh, yep.
1: Uh, yeah, because people will like when you post that. Like, people people want to want to have that. So, mm-hmm. so if you're putting it out there, then that that's just gonna bring in people who want that look or are you know going for barn weddings or whatever. Um, so, yeah, it's important to post what you want to shoot and and right. also know that you have the freedom that you don't have to post everything. Um, yeah. So, you know, I know I think a lot of us struggle with wanting um, just, you know, wanting to post everything because, uh, you know, you want to post something for your couples. There are ways to post things from people's weddings that are not like that don't showcase things that you don't want to do. You know, you can mm-hmm. do close-ups or, you know, whatever. You don't have to show off exactly what, um, you know, what you don't want to show off in a picture, too. But, right. yeah, you should be curating it to where – it's bringing in people, your ideal client, your, the ideal location for you, you know, those kinds of things, how your clients dress. Like I, I like to post, you know, engagement sessions. I like to post pictures of people like dressed up because I want my couples to dress up and Mm. they do because they see that and they think, Oh, well her, her engagement sessions, you should be dressing up. That's, that's the norm. So, you know, I put that out there. Um, and it has, it has come back to
0: me, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like uh, recently um, you posted on Instagram about how you don't post a lot of photos of your couples looking at the camera. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I also like, I purposefully do not post photos. Yep. Uh, I mean, I did like this week because the couple, like they were both wearing masks because
1: oh, yeah. it was yeah. a
0: COVID wedding. Yeah. Um, but other than that like i specifically make sure that i do not post those on social media because i don't want to attract couples that are like oh i want the photo of us like arm in arm looking at the camera and that's the photographer that i'm looking for like i want the ones that want to be laughing at each other and doing piggyback rides and yeah. you know, hanging upside down from a tree to do like the Spider-Man upside-down kiss. Uh, but um but yeah, like post what you want mm-hmm. to book, and people will see it yep. and uh will want to book that.
1: Yeah. Whereas I, yeah, and I post a lot of like really romantic, like in a, a very kind of almost serious. Sometimes I, I do some laughing ones too, but. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of like I just want mine to really evoke emotion, and so when my when I am shooting my couples, like they already know I'm going to be having them do some romantic stuff, so they're not like taken aback, like oh, we don't like that, you know, like they they expect right. it kind of yep. thing. So it's the same thing. Like post those things so that those who hire you have an like you're already giving them an expectation of of what is to come. So. Mm-hmm. And then, live yeah. up to
0: that <laughs> yeah yeah don't don't post like, you know the the super romantic stuff, and then,
1: yeah, and then when have it comes laughing to and, it, and and doing all these crazy things the whole time, yeah,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. they'll be
1: like, "What is this
0: <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so update your portfolio that is number six, number seven is check in with your vendor friends, like we are all hurting right now um and i can only imagine uh, venues are hurting a lot because like in a lot of places they're still not allowed to even have small weddings there i think here in texas um a few of them are like up to maybe 10 or 20 people um but in a lot of places like Venues are just completely shut down. Uh, so it'd be good to check in with your with your vendor friends um, and just see what you can do If you know, if you're a f- photographer, you can offer like, hey, do y'all need some like updated headshots this I know you're not doing much right now so I can come out to your place. And I've got a nice 70 to 200 millimeter lens. And I don't even have to get out of my car. I can just shoot you from there and wave. Um, but like you can, you can offer up some photos. Uh, you can offer to do like product photos for, yeah. uh, you know, for florists because maybe they've already purchased a lot of flowers and, uh, and they can, they can make some sample bouquets and you can take some really cool portraits of those and, um, but, yeah, also just checking in, just, like, sending a text or an email. Like, how's it going? Like, it we're friends. All the
1: difference in the world. Yeah. And, you know, John and I, we uh, we always talk about, you know, frienders and how important mm. it is to um, – to build, you know, we talked about building community and and all that. And our frienders are part of our community. And I, I, I'm the friend, the vendors that I work with a lot, like they are my friends. They're not just people that we show up on a wedding day and see for a few hours and then don't think about ever again. Like they're my friends. And I, I genuinely love hanging out with them even outside of work. Um, so, um, so checking up on them. And even if you have, you know, vendors that maybe you haven't gotten to that, point yet with them it's still not a bad idea to just send them a quick email and say hey i was thinking about you i know it's kind of crazy right now just know that you're thought of and you know whatever just it doesn't have to be anything crazy or elaborate but just something that makes them know that they're thought of um i think would make them feel so good so that's a great tip
0: yeah and with what
1: i said that was john's tip i think it's a great tip and i'm gonna share it myself <laughs> i don't uh, want my my frienders to like listen to this and be like uh, well, i haven't got an email rude uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a good tip for me too
0: <laughs> but um but uh, like another way that you can show some love to your your frienders uh is to go leave reviews on mm. their facebook pages on Gosh, their I google I, pages yeah. It's like, I mean, there, I, I did a few, I needed, I need to do some more actually. But, um, but there, a- there were some that I've done, you know, 10, 15 weddings at their venue and I've never left a review and yeah. I was like, oh, I should, uh, I should leave. Uh, I should, I should leave. I'm out of here, <laughs> but, but like, just go leave a review. And, uh, Especially it'll right help now
1: when people are scared that vendors are going to be going out of business. Like I've literally seen in forums where people are telling mm. other people, don't hire anyone for your wedding right now. It's too whatever. Some people will go out of business and I'm like... <laughs> That's the reason people are going to go out of business is because right, she's not yeah. hiring anyone right, right now. Mm. <laughs> but, but, you know, leaving reviews to show, that shows people like that they are a legitimate business, that they do a good job. And then even the people that they work with on the day of the wedding think that. Um, yeah. So that's so special for them. No, mm-hmm. It I've had a few vendors do that for me and I is like, whenever that happens, I just I'm like, oh, thank you so much.
0: Right. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had, I had a couple of vendors do that uh, like back in April and I was just like, Oh, that's so great. And I like immediately texted them. I was like, thank you so much for this. Yeah. Um, but like that's a super, super quick and easy way to support uh your vendor friends uh in this time and to help uh to help them you know it helps with google and it helps with people who are booking right now who are like yeah i i think that this venue is going to be in business or i think that this baker is still going to be making cakes in a year or 18 months or whenever their wedding is and then they see that there's you know, positive reviews, it will help them. Uh, And then maybe uh, they can even come back to help you. I mean, not to do it out of selfish reasons or anything, but uh, it does, it does benefit you as well.
1: It could prompt them to leave you a a review too. So, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but regardless, like it's just a a really sweet gesture.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So in addition to checking in with your vendors, Number eight is check in with your couples. Mm. Um, and I'm sure a lot of us sent emails or posted videos or whatever at the beginning of, uh, of whenever COVID really started hitting and everyone was at home and it's like, okay, we're going to have some rescheduled weddings and all this. Uh, you may have reached out then, but like continue to reach out um, and just like, hey what's how are things like we don't even have to talk about wedding stuff right now just like how is how is your life how how are things going on uh and
1: if you have like a facebook group um mm-hmm. i have a private facebook group for all my brides past and present and that's that's a great idea is to just go in there and be like hey checking in on you guys and that's an easy way um to check in on everyone and just say hey thinking yeah. about you guys how you doing yeah you know Let's look yeah. each other up or whatever. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. It doesn't have to be anything like super lengthy or you don't have to, you know, record like a long video yeah. unless you want to. Um, which I, I felt like I needed to for my couples uh, just to explain everything yeah. and how reschedules were going to work. Um, yeah, and that, that they could, you know, see my eyes as I was talking to them instead of just reading it informally from, right Uh, or impersonally uh from an email uh or a blog post or whatever um so checking in on them is good especially those who like are needing to reschedule but haven't set a date yet and just checking in to see if you can help with anything or you know if their venue doesn't have a date for them suggesting other venues um and just you know walk along with them, uh, it is a re- I can only imagine uh, how difficult it would be uh, to have planned an entire wedding and then now
1: yes having to
0: move everything over it's rough for us but uh it would be even more rough um
1: well yeah we're just having to deal with us like they are dealing with so many vendors like everyone who's Mm going to be at the wedding like that's several it's it's not just one person that they're having to reschedule they're having to see like uh, what day can everybody make it now you know like Mm-hmm. i cannot imagine the
0: and that. not just the vendors but also the bridal party and yes. the uh Definitely. you know their their family because like i had um, a couple who they were uh supposed to get married in april but like her her parents live in germany and her uh maid of honor lived in or lives in italy and mm. like travel was shut down before their wedding and they were you know trying to figure out what time can people actually travel again like because it's not just a super quick you know everyone's here in town uh we'll just go ahead and get together again but uh but yeah and luckily they were able to reschedule and i was available for the date so it's going to be fun um but yeah check in with your couples number nine blog Mm Hmm. (sighs) And yep. we've talked about this a lot uh, in many different episodes, but, mm-hmm. um, but blog uh, talk. Good. Yeah. Even, even if it's just like talking about
1: COVID Whatever. and this yeah.
0: time, uh, yeah. I know a lot of people don't want to hear about COVID anymore, uh, which I am with them there. Like I, I want from from the 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 businesses that I follow or um, support, like I want to be hearing normal things. I want to see normal Instagram posts.
1: Yeah, I've had to rein that in a little bit because it's so easy to just constantly talk about COVID uh, mm. because it it's it's our it's what we deal with all the time, but, yeah. um, everything that I've been listening to and reading and watching, like everybody wants just a sense of normalcy. And so kind of limiting yourself on those a little bit is a mm. good idea. Um, so blogging about, you know, something fun, even just like, Oh, as a family, this is what we did, you know, to keep ourselves busy. And, you know, we, yeah. we had a game night and here's how it went you know, whatever, all that, or just even mm. like blogging past things that you have been meaning to blog and not worrying about it being perfect and not worrying about hitting maybe those if if you just need to get some out not worried about maybe hitting that three to five hundred word mark obviously that's ideal but um something is better than nothing right now I think so oh yeah um, I'm telling this to myself as well. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. I,
0: I wrote down 15 different blog topics uh, oh, you're so did. two months ago.
1: <laughs> oh, you
0: haven't done it. Not, I've you know. done uh, I've done
1: two. Okay, uh, yeah, last, you have. You just put out a
0: blog. I did, and that one took the a long time. <laughs> that one took a long uh, yeah, time to that put was together. A,
1: yeah, I bet. Uh, it's, it's a lot. It's
0: fairly intensive. Uh,
1: yeah.
0: Um, but, um, but, yeah, yeah, like, even just sitting down over lunch uh, or like whenever I wrote out these 15, 20 different blog topics, um, I was watching an episode of community. And I was just sitting there and I was like, I need a break. I need to sit on the couch and I put on community. And I was like, I don't want to completely waste this time. So I got 30 minutes and I just sat there on my phone in notepad and I was like okay I can talk about this this is a wedding that I would really like to blog let me you know figure out what I want to talk about and what photos I want to use from this wedding
1: did you freeze
0: Uh, did I did I freeze I don't know you
1: You were frozen for a minute
0: I was okay yeah
1: okay
0: yeah (laughs) yeah but yeah just just figuring out those uh different blog topics and uh, and they can be about business and, uh, or they could be like, uh, like simple tips, like, you know, five, um, five, uh, what are they called? Uh, wedding favors, like guest favors. Yep. Like five of the best, uh, wedding favors that I've seen at weddings. And it was like, yeah, this, like I saw one that had little bottles of like whiskey or vodka at every single one and I was like that's, that's kind of cool yeah those yeah. are like you know three bucks or whatever at specs yeah. I'm sure if you bought them in bulk it'd be less expensive yeah. but I was like that's not expensive and I've also seen some really expensive uh favors yeah uh, okay I'm, I'm gonna snag one of these <laughs> uh, but like from from koozies to candies and all the different things uh even even just like bubbles whatever Uh, but that that could be a blog post that you talk about and you don't have to be in the wedding favor world Um, as photographers we are not but you might have photos of them Um, and if you don't have photos of them you can at least talk about them you know there there have been a few times that I've listed things in blogs that I don't actually have a photo of because no one's ever done that at a wedding that I've photographed but it's something that i like or something yeah. that i think people could benefit from so i put that in there so yeah that's that's number nine blogging
1: we got one
0: left one last one um number 10 is um just to reflect like look mm-hmm. at what you're doing take a minute and just like Like think about why you love what you do and um, you know, why, why do you love uh, taking photos? Um, What, what part of the wedding day do you really enjoy? That could be another uh, blog topic too. um, Favorite part of your wedding day. Um, Or it could be the, um, you know, you, you realize you really love doing uh, family photos and you want to start transitioning more into like maybe still doing weddings on the weekends but doing family photos during the week um and and doing more of those and focusing more on that kind of stuff
1: yeah Um, you know it's actually how I um transitioned it fully into weddings was because I sat down and had a time of reflection and literally mm -hmm. told myself okay what part Of your job because I was feeling super overwhelmed and overworked. And what part of your job really gives you joy? I love, I loved doing everything I was doing. So at the time, I was doing newborns and families and seniors and weddings and everything, anything that came my way. Headshots, like anything that came my way, I was doing Mm it. Um, because you know, I I was running a business and I'm trying to. You know, have an income, and and you're a
0: photographer, so you enjoy taking photos. So it's like, yeah, of course, like I enjoy doing newborn photos because I'm taking photos, and like I would get a few newborn shots that were really great. Yeah, I wasn't doing that.
1: Wasn't good at it. Yeah, I loved it, um, but I realized, you know, after it was probably two or three years into shooting weddings um, where I was feeling really burned out, and I mm-hmm. just realized that weddings just brought me so much joy. Um, I loved that just getting to spend a year with these people, getting to know them, it always bothers me when I have like mini sessions every year and sometimes I'll forget the kids right. names. And I'm like, cause I've only seen oh, them yeah. once in the in a year, you know, and I feel bad about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I little tip, I've changed my contract now to say like who all will be getting photographed that way. I can yes. go look it up because there's been so many times where, especially if you have like 15 in a day or something, you know, you've got something mm-hmm. coming through. It's very easy to forget names. Um, but, um, but yeah, I, I just, it was a time of reflection of just sitting down and like really thinking about what brings me joy in my job and what, um, you know, what, what that looks like. If I need, like, what did I need to do about that? And that's when I transitioned and I changed my website, um, to be like very wedding centered. And I started turning down work, which was super hard (laughs) to say, no, I don't do that anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I literally with newborns, because I used to have a studio and I had like all of the things, um, I literally had to get rid of all of my newborn stuff because I kept taking newborn sessions. I was like, if I'm ever going to stop doing this, I have to just get rid of this stuff. And so I did. So now like, I don't even have the stuff, so I can't do it. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, um, I think that's so important for us to just, you know once a year once a, you know once a quarter or something sit down and just really think about like what is important to us in our business what brings us joy and what mm-hmm. um what should we be focusing on for sure
0: yeah. and what like what part of photography do you really love yeah like do you really love interacting with people yeah then you should probably be in the you know people business taking pictures of people um, or, you know, do you really love manipulating light and looking at that? Cause that could be anything from food photography to street photography, to like documentary stuff. Um, and it can be, uh, weddings as well. Um, but like, just really reflecting on your business, what you love, uh, what you don't, uh, and then maybe delegate what you don't love, uh, out to other people. So, uh, you're like, Oh man, I hate tax season. It's like, cool. Hire a CPA. Cause you know, the few hundred dollars that you're going to spend on them, uh, going through all your stuff is going to be well worth your sanity. Uh, yes. come, come tax season. Uh, yeah. especially if you just like absolutely hate all that
1: <laughs> yeah yeah for sure and maybe also hire a bookkeeper too to help you keep up with the month to month <laughs> oh yeah
0: yeah even even like a virtual assistant
1: mm-hmm. could
0: be you know as as inexpensive as like you know 30 or 40 bucks a month there was uh, a
1: time where i had um i had a virtual assistant who would i i needed help coming up with blog topics and I just didn't have the headspace because I was doing so much other things. Mm-hmm. And then I, I was really, at the time I was really focused on my blog <laughs> and I was putting out like three blogs a week, I think at that time. And wow. so I wanted help figuring out or coming up with blog topics to help me get started. And mm-hmm. that was so worth it because she would do the research and find different things that were like hot topics. And send me like a list of like, here's what you should blog about this week. And I even had her go through and choose like some images that I could use for, um, for my Instagram and, you know, those kinds of things. So that, that was just one thing, one less thing that I had to worry about and helped me be productive. So, Mm.
0: um,
1: so yeah, yeah. Think about, you know, things that maybe you can delegate. It's a really, that's, that's a great, a great way to, give yourself a little more time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it may not even be delegating right now because we all have a lot more time, uh, or at least a lot of us have a lot more time uh, to do things, but it could be like setting up your workflow for this fall uh, Mm, where a lot of these weddings have uh, rescheduled to, or, you know, uh, you, you're, you already have a full wedding load or whatever, um, but you're going to be busy again, and setting up your workflow now for that, and just being like, okay, yeah, I like I will be delegating my editing out once once that happens, uh, once that comes around, uh, or blog blog posting and like hiring a ghostwriter even uh, Mm -hmm. could be really helpful if that's if you're not a writer and you don't like doing that but you want to have a better seo and you want to show up regularly in your blog you could hire a ghostwriter but yeah uh that is the 10 things you can be doing right now in these slow times uh during covid and during all the reschedulings and and if you have a slow time right now and through the summer, these are some great things that you can work on. Uh, and if you don't have a slow time right now, like pick one or two of these and still do it. Yeah, because uh, they will definitely be improving your business.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think this is a good list to have for all, like the whole year, <laughs> just to be looking through this list and being like, okay, right. when when can I do it? <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, okay. Well, um, before we close this on up, uh, and, um, and I go, uh, sit with Maddox for a little bit because I'm sure <laughs> you can hear him crying in the background.
1: Uh, it's
0: having a rough night. Um, so we'll quickly do, uh, what we're loving. So Rachel, what are you loving this week?
1: Oh gosh, you know, I haven't even really thought about, uh, I, okay. Just kidding. I, okay. um, <laughs> I have been rewatching, uh, Riverdale. <laughs> oh, cool. So, um, uh, somebody posted, oh gosh, now I'm going to forget who posted it. Um, somebody, oh, okay. I have to go look it up because I feel like I have to, um.
0: <laughs> Okay. Well, you're looking up the Riverdale post. Yeah. I will tell yeah. you what I'm loving this week. Okay. I am loving all the, um, the cast reunions from different shows. Um, cause like the past few weeks, there have been a lot. Or at least a few reunions, um, like uh, the cast of The Office reunited. What From Where? Oh, on okay. the some. Uh, yeah, uh, John Krasinski's Some Good yes. News. Yes. They reunited on there. Uh, which, I if you haven't, haven't watched it yet, oh, you need to watch it because uh, okay. okay. he uh, he marries a couple on his show. What? Yeah, like surprises them. And is like all right we're gonna like i just got ordained yesterday so um just because the guy like proposed in the rain at a gas station just like jim did uh with pam on the show so John Krasinski married them, and then he ended up.
1: What a, a- dream! Oh my right. gosh!
0: Oh yeah, as as huge Office fans, because she was wearing like a Dwight T-shirt.
1: Oh my uh, gosh, I'm getting goosebumps like that. I want to, I want to like get divorced and remarry just so I can have John Krasinski married
0: us. <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's like vow renewal for sure <laughs> um but yeah like the the cast of the office got back together for that um, the cast of uh parks and rec got back together uh for that one bonus episode
1: where's um, that at
0: that is on youtube uh okay. i think it was on nbc i think that's the channel that they're on um and we'll I, yeah. post Show notes. We'll post all these in the show I'll notes because they are—they're the all great.
1: To see all of those. <laughs> yeah.
0: So they did a—they uh, actually wrote an episode of um, of Parks and Rec as if the coronavirus had hit
1: oh, in Pawnee. I heard about that? Oh yeah, we were gonna watch that over my birthday weekend. When we it's really
0: good. The- it's like a full like thirty-minute episode it? of Parks and Rec.
1: Oh my gosh! Um,
0: and all all of your favorite people show up like there were a couple people that i was like i didn't even think they were gonna get him that's awesome
1: uh, uh okay yeah.
0: spoiler right. alert purd you heard with purd he is there as well
1: um that's awesome
0: yeah so uh and then also the cast of community got back together uh, oh, that's they did awesome. yeah they did a uh a table read of uh one of their episodes uh, over fun. zoom and it was really really neat
1: that's great so, that's
0: fun yeah i'm hoping that other people will get back together like maybe friends or how many other
1: well, haven't or, didn't, okay didn't friends say recently that they they all signed something that they were going to be doing something uh, like yes. a reunion type thing but of course you know they didn't cope with what happened, so yeah knows, what
0: yeah they they all joined instagram within the same like two weeks to promote yes. their uh yeah. like reboot or something. something. I think they're planning okay, on doing like uh like maybe like a five episode
1: yeah. series yeah. or something. Kinda like a year in the life, like for Gilmore Girls.
0: Yes, yeah, kinda like that. Yeah. So yeah. I think they're planning on doing that, but probably not till next year now. Right. But, okay. So what was did you find the post? No, I can't find it
1: Okay. <laughs> um, but somebody posted about it and was like it's so terrible. Why why do I keep watching this? I can't look away. And I was like, Yeah, I'm gonna go re-watch that. I like train wrecks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm re-watching it. And it is just as good and bad as I had hoped. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So so that's been um, what I've been watching and let's see. Then oh, I really I feel like I have I've been shooting, so I've been doing um, several um, sessions and I've been seeing some of my families. And um, I am that, I'm loving that, getting out mm-hmm. and, uh, shooting again. is just been the best. Um, I really have been enjoying that. And then, yeah, I think that's about it for me. Okay. Not, not much craziness going on over here. We're pretty boring. Cool. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, cool. Well, awesome. Um, we will be back next week, uh, for another episode. Um, and also on what
1: we've got another special guest coming up.
0: We do have another special guest. My brother's going to be on the podcast. Yeah. He's also a photographer, uh, and he is a film photographer. So we're going to be talking about film and that that whole, uh, like, kind of adjacent world of uh, photography mm-hmm. um, that is, I feel like, very similar to digital, but also, like, a completely different. different world, yep. uh, so it'll be fun, it, even if you're not interested in uh, becoming a film photographer, for sure, tune in, because it's going to be fun. Yeah, I'm
1: uh, excited about that
0: one. Yeah, and we've got, uh, we've got quite a few interviews uh, lined up uh, for, like, the next two months, uh, some very exciting people to talk to.
1: Yes. I'm Mm -hmm. so excited for us to be talking to all these people. Yeah. But we're going to keep it under wraps for now, but
0: yes. Yeah.
1: We've got some good ones coming.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Also, if you have any suggestions, if you're like, Ooh, we would really love to hear from whoever, um, just let us know. And we would love to reach out to them. Um, if, you know, especially if like, we don't, know uh this photographer or whatever just let us know like what you would want them to talk about and then we yeah. can look into that specifically instead of like diving through all of their things uh yeah. to see yeah, what what totally. they would be uh but uh, but yeah so that's i cool. think that's about it for tonight
1: <laughs> all right bye all right. guys bye Thank you for listening to the light and dark podcast. You can join us next week live on Facebook in our light and dark photography podcast group by heading to lightdarkco.com slash join FB or by searching Facebook for light and dark photography podcast. I'm Rachel Driscoll and you can find me on Instagram at Rachel Driscoll.
0: And I am John Mansfield and you can find me on Instagram at all heart photo. The Light and Dark podcast is recorded in front of a live Facebook audience. You can find the show notes with all the things at lightdarkco.com slash podcast. This podcast was edited by me, John Mansfield, and our theme is by the talented John Isaac. Thanks for listening.
1: Bye. Bye.